Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Say what you want about players that you think didn't show up in the postseason. A lot of players face a lot of criticism and scrutiny. I didn't do anything. It's a great regular season. You got to get in, and then you got to take another step. It's another season after you meet that. Guys yeah. who make sure you get in. It's just so bloody hard to win hockey games and get into the postseason and go on a deep run, and you tip your cap to those who do it consistently. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It absolutely is. Hello, Canada and Canadian sports fans across the United States. Welcome to the RP Show on a very big day. Episode number 1061 of your favorite daytime sports talk show. We're live from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino on the Game Plus Television Network. Tell your friends. Tell us Channel 924. Tell us Optic Cable. Also, YouTube Live and WQEE Radio. Very big day because we got some exciting live sports personalities joining us down here at Century Downs. Not just the least of which is Kevin the Medium joining us here. How you doing, Kev? I am doing well. I didn't, I've never been called a sports personality before. Maybe there's a reason for that. <laughs> well, you are now. As well as a CFL uh, guru, I said to the guys back in the, the truck, let's say that, oh. Jordan Clark, I said, guys, notice anything different about me? I went and bought brand new lighting yesterday, and I'm blinded right now. I don't even know where to look. I'm seeing stars. But Jordan says, yes, it looks a heck of a lot better. So that's cool. You've never looked better. So thanks. We have the head coach of the Calgary Flames, Ryan Huska, coming down to Century Downs Live. And I'm going to tell you something, as if people don't know this. In a Canadian city, there's no bigger sports figure in that city than the coach of the local NHL team. All seven across Canada. Well, here in Calgary, the biggest deal is Ryan Huska, and he's nice enough to join us here. We've got Ben Hebert, Olympic gold medalist, four-time Briar champion. Ben Hebert joining us live at Hour 2. And in our weekly Canadian Football League Players Association Spotlight presented by Sober Carpenter, non-alcoholic craft beer, Valerin Rimalade. I said it right. Wow. Uh, the Toronto Argonauts is going to be with us. The former Los Angeles Ram, Calgary Stampeder, and now Toronto Argonaut. Valerin Orimalade will be joining us in hour two. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan, and we'll get down to business here. Thank you. Mo- I'm going to cover a lot of CFL with Kevin in the first segment because he is a CFL guru. I was referred to yesterday as a CFL ambassador by that radio station in Montreal. I said, you might want to check with the CFL about that, but I'll take it. But mostly NHL once Ryan Huska joins us here for the next segment. But number one, what a Blue Jays finish last night. I got home from the movie Barbie, and I I was ready for something good after that. (laughs) And I turned on the Blue Jays game. It was 1-1 in the eighth. Kevin Biggio was hitting a foot by a pitch with the bases loaded in the eighth inning to force in the tie-breaking run. And the Blue Jays edged the Philadelphia Phillies 2-1. Activated off the injured list earlier Tuesday after missing 16 games because of a sore back. All-star closer Jordan Romano finished for his 29th save. Philadelphia has lost three in a row. Can you people in Toronto that go to the Blue Jays games tell me when they bring in the closer do they automatically do what they did last night and shut down all the lights and start rocking the music and it was insane in there in Rogers Center last night every with every game they do that Clark or was it just last night because Romano was back every game wow that was exciting so the Blue Jays win it 
as Tom Cheek used to say. And tonight, they go for uh, what will be their third straight win. Nice. I'm going to squeeze in a soccer note before we move to the CFL because, as you know, I'm a big soccer guy. I am now. Are you? Oh, yeah. I got the hottest team. Hey, Ryan. Hot, hottest team in MLS plays in my backyard. Inner Miami in Fort Lauderdale. They got another goal and all-star performance from Lionel. You don't even know what to say from Lionel Messi. What? Say it. We've had this discussion about not being a soccer fan. I am now. Oh, okay. I am now. <laughs> now. Try and keep up uh, to beat MLS rival Philadelphia Union 4-1 in a League's Cup semifinal match. Messi scored in the 20th minute. He scored his ninth goal in six games with his new team in front of a crowd of 20,000 in Philly. Ticket prices soaring past $1,000 per ticket on the secondary market. So I, I, I'm a soccer guy now. Don't ruin it. You huge soccer fan. I know what the League's Cup is. I know what it's all about. And in a couple weeks' time, I'll be back in Fort Lauderdale going to these games. I can't wait. Now, point three to the Canadian Football League. We do it every Wednesday, the poll question for Key Auto Group. What is Canada's game of the week in the Canadian Football League for Key, Yorkton, Kia? The Kia Seltos features a bold design, advanced technology, and adaptability all in a subcompact SUV. Call Key, Yorkton, Kia at 306-783-2772 or go to keyyorktonkia.com for more information. The 23 Seltos movement that inspires. So here are your games that I'm going to throw in the betting line from our exclusive betting partner, Bet Regal, but I'm not going to ask you. To t tomorrow, I'll say if you take okay. the bet or not. But Thursday night, it's Edmonton and Hamilton. Ticats favored by five and a half. Friday night here in Calgary, Winnipeg at Calgary, Bombers favored by seven. Saturday night, Montreal at Ottawa, Cody Fajardo, a game time decision again. Al's favored by two and a half. And then Sunday night, BC's at Sask, the Lions are favored by nine and a half points. So a couple of things. We're continuing our contest all week long here at Century Downs. Enter the keyword every day. You got to be following Century Downs on Instagram. Today's keyword, what should we do? What, Randy, what do you think? A stamps great from the 98 team. The keyword is flutie. Thank you, Randy, from Overtime Lanes. The keyword is flutie. Go to Sentry Downs right now on their post that features me here standing by the sign. Put in today's keyword, flutie. Yesterday it was Garcia, and we had several entrants for that. We're going to keep it rolling right up until Friday. Bombers here at the Stampeders. You're going to be there? I will be there. The 1998 Great Cup champion Calgary Stampeders will be celebrated that night. It's one of the greatest teams of all time in the CFL. So let me walk it back. Those are the games. Edmonton and Hamilton. Victor Cui, they might as well have just lit him on fire on his way out of town. The fired president of the Edmonton Elks. It's sad what's going on up there in the city of champions. It really shows how dysfunctional that organization Ooh. is. It's a dumpster fire within a dumpster fire. It's horrible. It's, yeah. But what makes you say that? Just watching uh, social media last night and all the so-called ex-employees, they've had more ex-employees show up over the last 10 hours than I think they've ever had work for them. I got current employees now <laughs> writing me on Twitter, finding me on Twitter. And I, listen, it's the Rod Peterson Show. It ain't Sports Center, so I'm going to tell you what I think. They're saying Victor Quay was very demanding and he was rude to us. Pumpkin. Sorry. Sorry, princess. That's my initial take. The guy, I believe, is a winner. I'm sorry. And I got people saying he bought all his Twitter followers. People write, oh, where's the proof?
Where is the proof? So it's tough. It's tough times for Edmonton. So do you think they go into Hamilton and win amidst this grease fire? There I, ain't no way. I honestly, before this all happened, I was going to pick Edmonton to lose to uh, break their losing streak gonna, of the you're season. You're going to pick them to win. Yeah. Um, now I think there's just going to be way too many distractions and. I still think it's going to be a close game, but I, I'm going to take well, Hamilton. You've been following the CFL for a long time. A lot of times when a team is backed into a corner, they'll come out clawing. But I'm not sure the outs are there. Hamilton's backed into a, quarter, a corner, too. It's, it's you know, as I was saying on uh, Hugh Sports uh, podcast that we do, uh, it's a towing cost. It's, similar it's a coin to, toss? It's similar to a coin toss, but it's a towing cost. You had to be there. <laughs> That's like back ass words. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, by the way, the Elks already, they've lost nine in a row. I believe it's nine. And that's a franchise record as it is. Forget yes. about the home losing streak, which is a sports record. Nine in a row. If they lose in Hamilton, they will have set a new franchise record for consecutive losses. It's unbelievable. And I just think that Hamilton will win it. And it's too bad because I've said all season, I have a lot of friends in the football ops department for Edmonton. They all like Victor Quee. So I'm going to go off their word, because I know these guys, than the people in the office. Sorry, I hope you get it turned around soon. Friday night here, Winnipeg at Calgary. I'll be there. I'll be nowhere near you. I'll be in the press box. Is it going to rain? They say it's going to rain. They say it's a chance of thunder showers, like 60% chance of thunder showers. So I'm looking it up. Bring your ponchos. <laughs> what do they say in Calgary? If you don't like the forecast, wait 15 minutes. Yes, exactly. 70% uh, chance of rain Friday night, but it will be 21 degrees Celsius. Still warm. I'll come down and see you. Uh, the Bombers are favored by seven on the road in Calgary here Friday night. Um, uh, again, just the game itself should be fantastic. By the way, the game of the week was running away with it as BC at Sask. Really? I, I was surprised too. Wow. But could a case be made that Winnipeg Calgary is the game of the week in the CFL? Nah. Win no? Winnipeg, what's your saying? They're going to come in and motorboat them. <laughs> it's Calgary. <laughs> duh, I mean, <laughs> Calgary's my second team. And, but I have no faith that they're even going to come close. I think it's going to be at least a 10, if not a 14-point difference. This is a very, very big game for the Calgary Stampeders. It's huge. Yeah, it uh, really because is. there's starting to be some doubters in the market. Starting? Uh, they, yeah, they got motorboated in BC Saturday night, 37-9. And this is a bounce-back game uh, for the Stampeders. But I'm with you. I don't think it's Canada's game. My vote in the poll for Canada's Game of the Week is Ticats Elks. Like, literally every game Chris Jones is involved in is my Game of the Week. Well, and it's funny because when you when you started talking, I was like, which what is the Game of the Week? I agree. I think the Hamilton Elks game is going to be the one to watch. Montreal at Ottawa Saturday night. Alouette's favored by two and a half, and that's despite Cody Fajardo for a second straight week being a game-time decision by his coach. Talk to Cody. He wanted to play last week, but his head coach kept him out. Yeah. They felt they could beat Saskatchewan with a backup quarterback, and they did. And they're playing an even worse team this week. So Caleb Evans is a good quarterback. Sure, but he's still a backup. Is he's all a backup, but he's, um, I would rate him in the uh, probably in the top two in backups in the league. So I'm taking Montreal um, with, with whoever plays. Me as well. And then Sunday night, as I mentioned, your BC Lions at the Saskatchewan Rough Riders with the team with I was with for 20 seasons. BC favored by nine and a half. That is a lot. 
Wow. Yeah, that's a big game for the Riders, too. I'd like to understand this, the point spread, because I don't. When I look at it, Winnipeg's only favored by seven, but yeah. uh, BC's yeah. favored by nine. Uh, yeah, it's go- I think it's going to be closer than that. Obvi- I actually do, too. But obviously, you think BC- BC's going to win, obviously. What are the spirit guides saying? He's a fortune teller, guys, just so you know. A fortune and he's teller. never been wrong. <laughs> That's amazing. What are they saying? Can you tell Ellison I've never been wrong? Because she doesn't believe that statement. Yeah. What are uh, they saying? BC, of course. Come on. They're saying BC will win. Okay. You act like it's not even a question. It's like, come on. Our CFL coverage is brought to you in part by Sober Carpenter, non-alcoholic craft beer. Check them out at SoberCarpenter.com. Point four, England moved on to its first Women's World Cup championship with a 3-1 victory over co-host Australia this morning, ending the Matildas' captivating run through the tournament. Australia superstar Sam Kerr started her first match of the tournament and scored for the Matildas, but it wasn't enough to hold off the European champion England. England and Spain will each be playing in the Women's World Cup final for the first time when they meet at Stad Australia on Sunday. It will be the first all-European final since 2003. And interestingly, we've got a lot of NHL talk coming around the corner of the break. Ryan Husk is here, but our last point, when Jeff Petrie was part of the blockbuster Eric Carlson trade earlier this summer, it was for purely financial reasons. He was sent back to the Canadians yesterday for whom he played several seasons. But uh, at the time, Habs GM Ken Hughes gave Petrie and his family his word. He'd find another destination for them. They wanted to go home, and they did it on Tuesday, trading Petrie to his hometown Red Wings for 24-year-old defenseman Gustav Lindstrom and a conditional 2025 fourth-round pick. Did you know Jeff Petrie's from Ann Arbor, Michigan, and his dad, Dan, pitched 13 years for the Tigers? I did not know that. Yeah, he's got four young boys of his own now, and the, Hughes, and the GM of the Habs, Ken Hughes, was... Conscious of trying to get something done before the new school year started. So uh, acquiring Petrie's the latest move for a makeover for the Red Wings. Comes at a bargain price. He's going to play for half of his salary, $2.3 million for each of the next two seasons. It's the Habs retaining 50% of his deal. So a good oh, wow. one for Jeff Petrie. Maybe a far better one for the Detroit Red Wings. I'll see you later on next hour. Sounds good. Uh, ben Hebert is on the way. Olympic gold medal curler, four-time Briar champion. Falerin Orimolade of the Toronto Argonauts at hour two in our weekly CFLPA player segment. But the head coach of the Calgary Flames, Ryan Huska, joins us right after this brief pause. We are on the Game Plus television network. We're on WQEE Radio, podcast, and YouTube Live. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com. 
19 plus, use your game sense. Another beautiful day in Calgary, as you see. We're live from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino. No harness racing this weekend. The next big event is the World Professional Chuck Wagon Association World Finals, August 23rd to the 27th. We'll be here. Come on down and enjoy it with us. Showpass.com is the place to go for your tickets. But right now, well, every day in Calgary, the hottest things, the Calgary Flames. We all know that. We're so pleased that Ryan Husk would find the time to join us down here. The new head coach of the Calgary Flames and Husk. Welcome to the show. I got a nice welcome here, it looked like, when you yep. walked in. Very nice. Thank you for having me, Rod. How has your life changed since becoming the head coach of the Calgary Flames? Not too much, honestly. Is that right? Uh, the people here are great. I, I think there's times where you go out now where you get recognized a little bit more for better or worse. <laughs> um, but not much. I mean, that's one of the great things about Calgary. Um, they're a very passionate fan base. Um, they really love their team, um, but they also have a tremendous amount of respect for people's privacy and their and their and their own time. And um, I, I found that really cool about the city. But other than um, maybe putting a little bit more work in the preparation side of things, there's not a ton that's changed as of yet. Well, I'll tell you what, the interesting thing for me, I've been around here, you asked how long we've been here. It's been two years that I've been doing the show out of Calgary, and I kind of, and I went to college here at Mount Royal, so I know the people very well. But a lot said to me, Ryan Huska, who's Ryan Huska? I'm like, how do you not know who Ryan Huska is? You've been here since 2014 with the organization, yes. and you're a Calgary guy. See, so you go to the Stamps games, your kids are involved. Like, yeah. you love the city. Love it. Yeah. Um, and I talk often about um, this has been my favorite spot to be by far. Um, there's a lot of great things about it. It's a big city, but it's got the small city feel. And I think as someone that's had a young family that was able to grow up here, I, I don't think there's a lot of cities around North America or NHL cities that match Calgary and what it has to offer. So it's it's a tremendous place to be. Well, it's a perfect fit. And before I talk about the task in front of you, this has just been gnawing at me. Your hockey DB says you're from Cranbrook. Are you like yeah. a Steve Eiserman born there but yeah. left five days in, or are you a cranny guy? No, I'm a Steve Eiserman guy. Oh, you are? So okay. my, I think I was four years old. My dad got transferred. He was an RCMP member, and he got transferred to Trail. So I always say my hometown is Trail, BC. Okay. So that's where I grew up until I left to play hockey in Kamloops. Okay, so not too far away then. At yeah, least, no, yeah. we're close. Kootenai kid. Yeah, exactly. So now I've you know been watching this Flames thing, and you've always been... Not a under-the-radar guy, uh, but a quiet guy, if I'm fair in saying that. I mean, and we were with the Team Canada 2012 World Juniors. Mm -hmm. But when you were introduced as head coach of the Flames, you just let, you let it rock in terms of your personality. Yeah. You know, and I thought that was awesome. Well, thank you. <laughs> uh, I think for, for me in this position, because I didn't have the background um, that a lot of other head coaches would maybe have, whether it's a playing career or a lengthy coaching career, um, I had to work my way up through a lot of different channels and I knew that was going to be part of my process um, to get eventually to this point so um, I had to do a lot of learning along the way I had to do a lot of listening along the yeah. way and I think at times maybe that's why I would come across a little quieter and behind the scenes as maybe some other guys but I felt like that was part of my development and who I was and how I had to get myself to the point where I could be considered for head coaching jobs. Sure, but you were saying some funny things and I listened to all the interviews. I'm like, Ryan's funnier than I thought. <laughs> Two, that's what I say about letting your uh, personality out. Yeah. But your story about Colin Patterson and when you came through as a kid with yeah. your minor hockey team, would you relate that here? That kind of 
told the world how important this job is to you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think that's the Western Canada thing. Uh, I grew up in BC um, and we spent summers here in Calgary. My uncle used to live here. Um, so we would come every summer. I would go to Callaway Park. Um, very familiar with the city, the zoo, everything that young kids, families yeah. did, we would do in Calgary. So we were very familiar with the city. And uh, as a young hockey player, when I had that opportunity um, to have breakfast with those two guys, um, Joel and Colin, I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And how did that come about that you got to have? Our team won a contest in trail. I don't know okay. how we did it. I can't even remember what the contest was, but our, our coach and general manager signed us up for something. And we obviously had to either sell something or do something. Right. But we won, and we got an opportunity to have breakfast with two members of the Calgary Flames at the time, which for small-town boys was the coolest thing going. And it's something that I've never forgot, and it's always been a reminder for me that no matter where you are in life or how you end up, you always give back. And the Flames alumni in Calgary are probably second to none, I would say, for the amount of things they do and how they put themselves out there for their community. Is, it's pretty awesome. Not just NHL, but pro sport. Those boys are going every day. All I the time. I can't believe what they do. So then to return and be the head coach of the Flames with that, what were you, 12 when you had breakfast? Did you say Pee Wee? Adam, so I uh, even younger, like 9 or 10, whatever that would be. Right, so just a huge honor, and I, I know you're a humble guy, so I won't, we all know how big of a job it is and how proud he is to have it. But then, as you know, I'm friends with a lot of the organization. They said the players really wanted you in there. They went to bat for you. That's got to mean a lot. It, well, it does. And I, uh, I think leading up to it, there was so much unknown and there was a lot of gray. And I would get texts from some of the players and um, they would kind of make their support known for me. And, and sometimes when you're not really sure of the direction as to the way things are going to go or how you want to present yourself or how you want to put forward, when you get comments from your players that they really hope it works out for you, um, those are things you don't forget either. And Michael Backlin was one guy that I did a lot of talking with back and forth. And um, I knew I had his support and he was in my corner, which when you have a guy that's been your longest tenured guy around, he's seen a lot of different head coaches. He's um, unfortunately had to deal with too many head coaches. Uh, it was something that was special to me. And I appreciate it, and, and I made him um, know that. And um, I, I think it just gives you the confidence that, hey, I'm, I am ready for this job, and this is the time for me, and we're going to make things work here. He's one of the few that would predate you yeah. in this outfit, Yeah, <laughs> right? Well, it's a funny story with him. Like Bruce Hamilton took him in Kelowna in the, in the European draft, and he didn't come over to start the year. And it was kind of the year we were, we were building to win a Memorial Cup, and we were really hopeful that we could convince him to come and play for our team. Didn't happen. But World Junior time came that year, and there was a little bit of rumblings that he might want to stay, but um, he needed to get himself out of his contract um, back in Sweden. So Daryl Sutter at the time was the GM of the Flames, signed him, played him that game, he made a little bit of money, uh, enough money to get himself out of his contract. Um, and then he was sent to us in Kelowna. So I got to spend uh, a few months at least with him um, and get to know him as a young 19-year-old to see what he was all about. So it's a pretty cool story how everything kind of comes full circle. It's the way it's supposed to go. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you hope you end up in, in a great place. And you are. And, but looking back, we're both dub guys. We're both dub junkies, if you will. Yep. Best league, best Absolutely. junior league on the planet. And so Cologne and Kamloops are very special to you. And I got to ask you about, you know, the synergies with Jerome McGinley coming on board here. You've known him longer than anybody else around here has known him. Yeah. Talk about that relationship, if you don't mind. Uh, we have a good relationship. And, and, and it keeps the full circle thing keeps coming. Like, I played one game in the NHL. 
And who was it against? It was against Jerome McGinley and the Calgary Flames. Um, so there's a lot of there's a lot of cool things that kind of I don't know feel like they lead you to a certain point in your life. And and this is one for me. But Jerome and I were roommates for one year. It was Nolan Baumgartner, myself, and Jerome were roommates for his first year in Kamloops. As a 16 year old, he came in. Um, so we have a pretty good relationship for sure, and you stay in touch along the way. And it was really neat to see how involved he was right away and how into it he is. Um, and the conversations that you have with him about our prospects, our players, the direction he thinks the team should go, um, he's in it. Uh, and I find that's the coolest thing. So as much as he may spend a lot of his time in Kelowna this year, still with his team at the rink there, um, he's fully in. And I think Craig's going to enjoy having him around. He's a sounding, um, a sounding box for him to, to bounce ideas off of at times. And with the experience Jerome has, he, he's won at all sorts of different levels. Um, he understands the game in a, in, in a different way than maybe someone else might because of the level that he was able to achieve or attain as a player. So he's a huge asset for our team and, and just someone I, I think that's going to help make our team and our, our organization much better. What do you think made him want to get into it in this capacity now? One, I think Connie. Um, yeah. if, if Connie wasn't the general manager, I'm not sure. It, it might have been a harder sell for him to come back. Um, but he's got a great relationship with Craig. They were line mates for a lot of years. Um, and I think they have that type of relationship where they can say, no, you're an idiot, or yes, I agree with you, I'm, or no, I'm not doing that. But I think they respect each other enough to know that they both have the Flames' best interest at heart. And I think that's what's so important. So those two guys having a great working relationship is going to be real important. And then having myself and Jerome have a bit of a connection, it's easy for me to go to him and say, hey, what are you seeing with the way our team's playing? And I know the feedback that I get from him is going to come from the right spot. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, I promise the audience I'll get to your questions in a second. I've got a million here, and we don't have Ryan for too long, but I just, you're a bright guy. It, I'm sure you've realized that you're in a great spot in that you're not taking over a terrible team. Most no. first time NHL coaches are taking over a bad team. Yeah, That's how they got the job. That's not the case for you. No, not at all. And, and that's another reason why I feel really privileged to have this opportunity. And we've went at it right from day one that we're returning all of our players. Now the only one that isn't in that group anymore is Tyler Toffoli, who's been moved on prior to the draft. But our expectation, and it still is, is that we're returning everybody. And then over the course of the season, um, I truly believe that the guys that we're doing a lot of talking about are going to resign with us. Um, and that's my belief, and that's my optimistic look on the way things are. And I feel it's a really good thing because we're going to have a bunch of motivated players coming in. One, because a lot of guys oftentimes in contract years they want to set themselves up for a, a nice payday at the end of it yeah. and number two we have a lot of guys that weren't happy with the way things went last year so there is a bit of a chip on the shoulder and I really enjoy the conversations that I've had over the summer with our players because they're edgy and I feel like they're ready to come back and they're ready to if you want to call it make amends for last year it's a good group, isn't it? Oh. They kind of get banged on unfairly, I yeah. think. They are a good group and yeah. good people. Uh, and, and oftentimes when you have a bunch of guys that um, you know, want to be around each other, they enjoy each other's company, not happy with the way things went together and, and wanna, they want to make it better, um, I think you're going to see some pretty good things from this team this year. Okay, as promised, some questions. Well, first, yeah. let me just say, my last question. Did it come up at the news conference? Because I didn't see it all about a captain. Yeah. It did? It did. 
What are you going to do? Uh, we'll have a captain this year. I mean, you know this, who it this is. is a, I, there's a there's a number of people that we have in mind, and we've thrown around a lot. There's a lot that comes into it. There really is, and it's the relationship that you have with the player. That's first and foremost. Um, is that player willing to step out from the crowd at times and and make the uncomfortable decisions and maybe say some of the uncomfortable things that have to be said? Um, but is the commitment there on a daily basis too is is important so we have to find a guy that's that's kind of all in as well so um, we hope to have something done sooner than later that doesn't necessarily mean it's before camp it doesn't necessarily mean it's um, during the exhibition season but we'd like to have something and someone in place sooner than later Forgive me for asking, yeah. but will this be coach appointed or a team vote, or is that a bantam hockey thing and you don't do that in the Yeah, We're going to, as a staff, it's something that we'll do, including all of our management team as well. Okay. So that's it's a, such a big decision for an organization. You want to have the right person that's going to represent you, your franchise, and help bring the team along. So uh, there's a lot of weight that goes onto this person's shoulder, so it's not a job that someone can take lightly. So the aforementioned Glenn in medicine hat. Yeah. He says, hey, Ryan, can you recall what it looked like from the bench in Kelowna when Michael Stone hit Michael Backlund in the 2009 <laughs> WHL championship game? They became teammates with the Flames. That was the hardest hit I still think I've ever seen. Um, and the one thing, quick little thing about that story, Jamie Ben, um, you know, I could probably say it right now, he, he was injured at the time and he just came back from an injury. And I would go up to him before he played that game and say, Jamie, are you sure you're good to play here? And the way Jamie Ben is, he was like, yep, good to play, no problem. And then he would skate away from you. So he didn't want you to spend too much time with him. Um, and you, you almost had a feeling that maybe he wasn't quite right yet. Um, but that hit happened. Um, Michael's helmet went flying off. And the first person in to challenge Stoney was Jamie Ben. Um, so that's the type of team that we had. Thankfully, when Bax got to the bench, he was just winded. But it was one of the hardest hits I've ever seen. Wow. And finding the footage of that hit, it kind of makes you, ooh, it cringe when you, you see it happen. It. Oh, yeah. it was one of the bigger hits for sure. And probably the hardest hit that Bax has ever taken. Rich in Edmonton says, I was told by Ottawa sports guy A.J. Jakubik that you won't find a better guy in hockey than Ryan Huskis, so I believe it, and I'm an Oilers fan, so not easy to say about a Flames coach. Well, that's nice. You would know A.J. For we got another, another B.C. guy, too. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's where I know him from, so there's a connection along the way for sure. He's done a very good job, and it's nice to see he's, he's still continuing to do well. Monty in Saskatoon wants to know when does training camp start in Calgary? Yeah, our young guys are the 13th of September. Um, we go through the prospects camp in Penticton, so they play the Oilers, um, the Canucks, and the Jets. It's a great tournament that they put on. Penticton does a fantastic job. And then our, our players here are testing on the 20th, and then we're on the ice on the 21st, and then it's off to the races from that point. Uh, Roger in Calgary says, Ryan, can we see a fourth line speed slash rookie line versus a traditional checking line? Have you got a... Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't necessarily think that is the line that's going to be made up of all younger players, but what I do envision is having the younger players sprinkled throughout if they're ready for it. I think that's something that's important, but when you look at today's NHL, and this is a great question, um, a lot of the fourth lines that you see nowadays are guys that are they're, they're not your prototypical tough guys that they used to be years ago. Um, they're guys that are edgy and they're hard to play against, but they can all skate. And that's one thing that um, we'll try to do is, is 
is put together a line that nobody likes to play against because they're always in your face. Whether that's younger guys, older guys, um, it, that doesn't really matter to me. It doesn't really matter where a player falls. But an example of a guy who I could see fit in that role is Walker Duke. I was just going to say this. Love that kid. He's very, First ever South Dakota in NHL history, right? Isn't it? I love <laughs> it. Stories like that are awesome. Yeah. But he really skates. Um, also has the opportunity to be bounced up the lineup a little bit. So he's one of those guys that... Um, over the course of the summer, you're really hoping comes in and really grabs a spot. So I want to say you're pushing for him for sure, like the rest of our players I am. Um, but you want them to come in and say, yeah, I, this is my time. I'm not being sent somewhere else this year. I heard he's got far more sway in your room than a guy his age should. Yeah. That the guys love him he's, that much. I, and I think with Walker, maybe the way you describe me a little bit, um, he, he's, he's like that. He's very quiet. He doesn't say an awful lot. He doesn't ruffle feathers. He comes to work every day. Um, and then as he spends more time, you start to see a little bit of his personality come out. So I have a lot of time for Beauty. Him, for sure. One more segment with Ryan Huska, so get your questions in. The EMJ Marketing text line is open, 902-518-3033. The number's on the screen, 902-518-3033. Questions and comments for the newest head coach of the Calgary Flames, Ryan Huska. We'll be right back to Century Downs after this brief pause on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube Live, and WQEE Radio. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. It's episode 1061 of the RP Show from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino. Coming up in hour two, Ben Hebert, four-time Briar champion curler and Olympic gold medalist will be with us here at Century Downs and in our weekly CFL Players Association Players Spotlight for Sober Carpenter Non-Alcoholic Craft Beers. Falerin Orimilade of the Toronto Argonauts. I worked on it all night and I got it. Falerin Orimilade from the Toronto Argonauts. The Grey Cup champion Toronto Argonauts, I might add. One more segment with Ryan Huska, the head coach of the Calgary Flames, and as promised, tons of questions have come in, and they're very positive. Uh, that's good. Yeah, nice, right? <laughs> um, and I could say you haven't coached a game, but that's not true yet. I heard you on the radio hoping to scrub those two games. Yeah. Are you getting any help with that? No. No, <laughs> apparently they're in the record book. Still, still on the record. Yeah, we're okay. starting behind the eight ball a little bit. Well, what's the home opener? What's the season opener? Uh, against the Jets on the 11th of October. Ooh, yeah. Right into the fire right from the start. Yeah. Uh, from Enor in Winnipeg, I believe is where Enor says, uh, Ryan, how will you utilize Jonathan Huberdeau differently this year to get his confidence and production back up again? Yeah, that's, a, that's a really good question. Yeah. Um, you know, I think with, with Jonathan, there was so much that went on outside of the game. Um, and we were off the air talking about the market in Florida where it's a little different than the market that uh, a player sees in Canada in regards to the media attention for one. Um, the, the attention that the players get around the city is another one. Um, and he's never, he's been in Florida the whole time. 
So that trade happens kind of shockingly to him, and now all of a sudden he's in a hockey hotbed. So there's a huge adjustment there, but in regards to his on-ice play, um, I, I think over the course of this summer, he's got himself back to a, a point mentally where he's excited and ready to go. And he is a guy that um, when you give him a little bit of freedom, um, and maybe you up his minutes a touch from time to time when he's really playing the right way, he's going to create. And we know from the past that we've seen some of the plays that he's capable of making. When you give him a little bit of rope, as long as he's he's working on the other areas that you want to see him compete team-wise, um, he's going to help generate for you. And I'm not saying he's going to be 115-point left winger again because that was an incredible year. The highest-scoring left winger of all time or whatever that was the season he put up a few years mm-hmm. ago. But you're going to see inflated totals for sure because he is that type of player. And uh, let's be honest, when you're that caliber player, you don't forget how to play. Um, so I'm, I'm super excited to see what he's going to do coming back this year. And, and he's going to get put in situations where we're going to count on him. We're going to look for him in a leadership role um, where there's going to be a little bit more pressure from me and our staff on him. And I think in turn, he's going to respond in a real positive way. Well, that's the thing about coaching. You've seen what he's capable uh, of. So the question's just getting him back. Yeah. to that it's yeah. funny one of our coaches dan lambert who's who's new to our team this year when we made that trade last year he texted me he said i can't believe you guys were able to get huberto out of there he said i think he put up in three games against nashville whatever it was like 18 points against us like he <laughs> felt he was that good of a players from uh, from what he saw and, and we've seen it too so uh, again it's something that when you have a fresh slate everything is new um you start from you know right from a, a good base this year and you move forward you don't look back and he'll take off. I know well, he will. We've met, I mentioned it a lot. I don't know how much you do, but the 2012 World Juniors that I called the games and you coached, he yeah. was on that team, yeah. as were Mark Shifley and yeah. a few. It was a cool team. Awesome. Yeah. What do you remember about that? Uh, lots. As well, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I, unfortunately, the one memory that I really stands out Russia? to is the game against <laughs> Russia. And I still, am, right still get a little frustrated about that one. You know, it, it just, everything went against us to start with. I remember the the last goal they scored really bothered me because I felt like the know, five nothing goal. We stopped skating a little bit on that play, and and yeah. then all of a sudden we're chipping away, chipping away. The crowds in the building, and we we made it close, but that that was the one thing. It was such a great team. I, I felt like we should have won that tournament too. It was only eleven years ago, but you're over. Oh, still bitter. No, you're coming bitter. back. What was that's true. Five. They had a five nothing lead. Yeah. Came back and tied it. Yeah. Five lost, five. Lost by one. Well, I yeah. called it on Fan 960, yeah. and that I swore the saddle dome roof was oh, shaking. It was nuts in that building, which is one of the coolest things. And it, it reminded me of our, our series against Dallas two years ago. That building was crazy. Um, and that's one of the things that you do love about the city. They think the game really well. So during the regular season, a lot of times, it's not quite as noisy as maybe some other buildings because they are watching the game and they understand the game. For and sure. when playoff time comes, they just find a different level. They're still cerebral and thinking the game and watching what's going on, but there's a, just a different energy level about it, which that game against Dallas was pretty cool to be a part of as well. You talked about the players and the media pressure. How are you dealing with it? Yeah, fine. Honestly, I, and I I think again that that goes to the market that we have in Calgary and there's going to be days where there's tough questions for sure and there's going to be stretches where the team's not playing the way we want to play or we're not putting the product on the ice that we expect to have out there and then I'll have to answer to that um but all you can do is be honest with what you're seeing and then everything else is it's fine that's that's what people want people want honesty they want to know the team's going to work hard they want to see guys that compete really hard and they want to see us play with a 
a real good pace to our game. And then, as I mentioned, the crowd here, uh, they'll get behind our team when they see that. And that's what we're going to do. This they want year. a hardworking team, they, yeah, right? For sure. And they an do. honest team. Western yeah. Canada. That's what it's about. Yeah. Guys get out there and they work and they want to and expect their team to do the same thing. Well, and the interesting part about that is, you know, I spend the other 50% of my time in football and I picked yeah. up a phrase in Florida that was, it's not X's and O's. It's Freddie's and Joe's. And I think today's player wants an open door policy with his coach. And you said in the news conference, you said things will be different around here. And you didn't really go any further. You didn't have to. No. But how much will they be different? Well, well, in my opinion, there'll be a lot. I mean, I I just feel like today's guy, they need to know every day where they stand. And maybe that's from me having younger kids that are kind of um, getting towards the the age of some of our players. Um, They need to know where they stand all the time. And that might just be walking by them and saying, hey, I liked your game last night. Keep doing that. And then the player can put his mind at ease as to what, hey, where am I fitting in right now or what's happening? Or it's, I, I don't think your effort was where it needed to be last night we need you to pick it up um, the next game that's what they need all the time so it doesn't have to be a long sit-down meeting but you have to make sure you give them that feedback all the time so there's going to be a lot of that not just for me the rest of the coaches as well positive reinforcement yeah. it's not an entirely new concept no in the world no you know but there's more of it uh there is know. more of it it's taken hold for sure and it's what the players want a lot of them and you're going to find there's still some guys that are nope i need you to tell me the way it is and i need you to be very direct and upfront with me which is the way it should be but some guys um can still handle the kick but i find that more and more guys are Less not able to and when you do kick let's say a number of years ago if you were hard on someone you may lose them for a game or two and then they bounce back and they'd be ready to go um now you may lose them for two to three weeks before they get themselves back and and you can't how competitive the nhl is now you can't have that so you have to find a way to get the guys at their very best all the time and when they're struggling or not playing well then it's our job as a staff to make sure we build them to the level that they need to um if it's a kick we have to find a way to do it um, where they're going to recover as quickly as they can because we need all of our guys. That's the way our team's built. We need them all to be at the very best. Calgary Flames are in great hands. Ryan Huska, thanks for coming down. You're a busy guy. I appreciate it. Enjoy what's left of summer for you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Rod. This was a lot of fun. Absolutely. Ryan Huska, the Calgary Flames. we got a sports update coming up next. Uh, audience takeover. And then Ben Hebert and Falerin Orimolade of the Argos. We'll be right back on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Podcast, and YouTube Live. All right, welcome back. Uh, and here we are. Sorry, tweeting. You know how it is. Sports update. The Toronto Blue Jays. There you go. We'll be aiming to stretch their win streak to three games tonight when they host the Philadelphia Phillies in the second installment of their two-game series. Kevin Gosman will pitch for the Jays, who scratched out a 2-1 win on Tuesday night over the Phillies in an interleague pitchers duel. Aaron Nola will be on the hill for the Phils, who have lost three straight. 
How about this when I'm keeping an eye on this? Little League has been hosting its World Series in Williamsport, Pennsylvania since 1947, yet it'll be welcoming a new guest when the tournament starts today. Bayamo Little League is the first Cuban team to qualify for the event. In fact, it's the first time the Cuban players and coaches have ever set foot on U.S. soil. They play their first game today against Japan. Canada is represented by North Regina, Saskatchewan. And they play Thursday against Quay Shan from Chinese Taipei. North Regina, Saskatchewan. Hey, hey! Speaking of North Regina, we got a North Ender just rolled in. Right, meat? <laughs> That's right. Benny Hebert is in the house. North Regina represents at the Little League World Series in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. This sports update is brought to you by Landmark Cinemas. In theaters now, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. After years of being sheltered from the human world, the Turtle Brothers set out to win the hearts of New Yorkers and be accepted as normal teenagers through heroic acts. Their new friend, April O'Neil, helps them take on a mysterious crime syndicate, but they soon get in over their heads when an army of mutants is unleashed upon them. In theaters now, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. How was it, Clark? I saw you were there. He, he said it was very good. Well... Karen here from Century Downs is giving Barbie two thumbs up, right? Karen. I had a good nap there. <laughs> what? Oh, I had a nap no. at Barbie. Um, and apparently you're supposed to wear pink. Nobody told me. <clears throat> what? You didn't tell me how to wear pink to Barbie. Felt like such a loser there. Never mind the fact I was sitting alone. Anyways, enter to win a movie night out at Landmark Cinemas for movie lovers. All you have to do is text MOVIES, all caps, and the movie you'd like to go see. To 902-518-3033 to be entered. Winners are picked every Friday to enter a, uh, to enjoy, sorry, a movie night out this weekend, courtesy Landmark Cinemas and the RP Show. Get it done. 902-518-3033. Kirk in Toronto watching on Game Plus TV says, Hi, Rod. 69,000 hot dogs were consumed at last night's Blue Jays game on Tooney Tuesday. Hot I consumed one at Barbie. That thing went down like a tic-tac. Brian from Beausager, Manitoba, writes in. He says, good morning, Rod Squad. I missed yesterday's live show, but I had it recorded as usual on Game Plus TV. Can't miss a show. He said, Rod, as CFL ambassador, another engraving for the tombstone, methinks. How about that? How about that? How about that? I don't know, Clark, what do you think? Am I a CFL ambassador or not? It's not that I don't want to be. I just think we should ask the CFL how they feel about that. Hell yes. I was on the radio. Yeah, yeah. I was on the radio show hosted by Arnaud Gascon Gagnon, the former Redbacks linebacker, and he referred to me as a CFL, uh, a CFL linebacker. No, CFL ambassador. Never been called that before. Yeah, I don't know how they feel about that in the CFL office. Stephen from North Dakota writes in on the EMJ marketing text line. He says, greetings and no hallucinations from Colgan, North Dakota. I ask, who has the bigger balls, NFL or CFL? Are they big enough to see the Barbie movie? 
Go back to bed, Stephen, in North Dakota. Uh, they, I don't, I'm not ever found out the answer. They say that the CFL ball, the NFL ball, holds the same amount of air, yet the CFL ball is shorter, hence fatter. Janet, the Four Seasons, said, uh, I'm so proud of those kids from North Regina Little, Little League. 2002 was the last time a SAS team represented Canada. And she says, I do not own a piece of pink clothing. Hate the color. Well, thank you for the update, Jen. We're going to talk about all these things. Benny Hebert is the kind of guy that can talk about a lot of stuff. Plus, there's news from Curling Canada today. We'll get to that with meat. And Folarin or Ermolade from the Toronto Argonauts joins us after this brief pause in our CFLPA spotlight. Stick around. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.